Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And we're continuing our reading of the gospel. Today, we are talking and reading the announcement to Joseph. And that is in the gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. As he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Here is the story. Now Joseph is being introduced and and having his part. Mary, he's now found out that Mary's pregnant. And what's interesting to me is he he doesn't seek justice or revenge or anything harsh on her. He he could have asked for her to be stoned. So uh, how about if I connect first with the previous event? Yeah. Uh, Remember... Mary was for about three months in the hillsides of uh, Judea at Elizabeth's home and she heard those beautiful words, you are the blessed, you are this and your son will be called as the, the son mm-hmm. of the Most High. And now she comes home and Joseph wants to divorce her. How is that in life when you have a mountaintop experience? And you go to the valley and there is disappointment and you ask questions why. What was in her heart when she realized that, I don't know how much she knew about that, right? But she should have noticed that, right? Well, and I was going to say that. He might not have been telling because in the way I read this, this is an internal um, debate debate with Joseph and, uh, you know, he works during the day. He's a carpenter. And at night, he's lying in his bed and he's thinking about this. What What am I going to do about this? And, mm-hmm. and as he's deciding, um, should I stone her? Mm-hmm. Or should I publicly shame her? Uh, let everyone know what's going on. Should I marry her? Um, or should I put her away quietly? He decides, the Bible says he's a just man. Mm-hmm. And he decides to put her away quietly, not to shame her. Mm-hmm. Um, something again he had the right to do according to Jewish law um, but he decided not to and it's at this point in the, in the night that the angel comes to him so so I see this more as that internal mm-hmm. Mary probably knew that he wasn't 
too thrilled. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's struggling, but I, I don't know if he had proposed that to her yet. That yeah, maybe I'm not. Divorce you. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Mm. So it, what is very interesting is the angel uh, of the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the same angel Gabriel, right? We have to connect the dots. Uh, came to him not to talk to him directly the way he talked to Mary mm-hmm. or to Zechariah in the temple, but he comes in a dream. Why a dream? I think God speaks to individuals in different ways to to meet their needs and 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 where they're at. It was during the night mm-hmm. when he was wondering and struggling and finally getting to a conclusion when the angel came to respond to his own struggle Mm -hmm. in a dream very interesting god meets people where they are and they answer to their needs as he considered these things an angel of the lord appeared to him in a dream saying joseph son of david why is he called directly son of David? That is a, uh, a significant, uh, like a title. Jesus Christ was called the son of David when he entered Jerusalem that Sunday before his crucifixion. Son of David is someone who is extremely important in the Jewish tradition. Is um, because the angel wanted to gain access to his heart, was mm-hmm. uh, to soften up. A little bit his 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 heart for uh, what he was about to propose, or or indeed was a part of this collective son of David, descendant of David, spiritually speaking, that little remnant that God was putting together in those times. Yeah, yeah, and you know, just thinking about this, Joseph is now betrothed to a woman, and he's not the father. And so how am I going to raise this child? If I raise this child, who who's he going to be? And, and I see the angel here saying, son of David, as giving him parental responsibility, that, that this is your son. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not biological, but this is your son to raise. Um, you're a son of David, and, and here is the promised Messiah, the son of David. And, mm-hmm. and you are the father, not biological, but you are the 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 father that will will raise him and and help him to to see his calling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, i like to emphasize verse 21 do not fear to take mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is from the holy spirit she shall bear a son and you shall call his name jesus for and now we have the definition of jesus mm-hmm. he will save his people from their sins Jesus comes from Yeshua or Joshua, that literally means God will save or He will save. Yeah, uh, Jehovah will save. Jesus Christ is the our Savior from our sins. And I think that to me that answers the first question: What did we learn about Jesus? Mm-hmm. And it's that Jesus saves us from our sins, and, and this is so fundamental uh-huh. and so beautiful um, that this is how we have access to eternal life. This is the core of the gospel. It is. If this doesn't happen, it's worthless. So so I, I think that's 
important for me. Did you learn anything about Jesus? What do we learn about Jesus, or is this the key? So this is the first key, and also uh, I learned that Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies. Uh, here is the prophecy from the book of Isaiah, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be Emmanuel, even if that prophecy was given to a specific uh, historical context. And the person with that name was born at that time. The New Testament writers, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, take a local prophecy from history and apply it universally to Jesus Christ in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And this will happen multiple times. How do we know that a passage from the Old Testament is messianic or is about Messiah? First, we ask ourselves, is there somewhere in the New Testament a place mm -hmm. that calls this passage, that quotes that passage, that refers to that passage, yeah, or alludes to that passage? What is Jesus telling us, or what is God telling us here? It's directly, I am your Savior. Mm -hmm. I am the Lord of God, the Lord your God. It's the name of Jesus is very much intertwined with the introduction or the preamble of the Ten Commandments. When God says before asking us what not to do, He says, I am yours. Mm -hmm. I am your creator. I am your redeemer. I am your savior. I, I am your sustainer. I am your friend. I am your brother, and so on. And God here is fulfilling a promise, a promise made to Adam and Eve, and um, that the, the Messiah has come. Um, and to Abraham and to Abraham and, and to, to generations and people uh, of Israel and Daniel now you see why in those 14 introductory episodes yeah before starting reading the four Gospels we lay the foundation that uh, the gospel is found throughout the Bible yeah yeah and, and so God has given us this foundation that we can have faith that the things he's promised us that have yet to mm -hmm. be fulfilled will take place, mm -hmm. that Jesus will come back again and, and that we can uh, look for his soon return. So that, that speaks to me there. So what are we going to do about it? So we see that Joseph right away responded mm -hmm. to the proposal of the angel. And the Bible says he woke up from sleep he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife. So if he responded right away, uh, he's a good example for us. Mm -hmm. Every time we hear the word of God uh, speaking to us individually, we should respond. Yeah. And this situation, I might be called to embrace Jesus Christ into my life, to receive him, to open the door of my heart, to let him be exactly what he was supposed to be as a redeemer to save me from my own sins so would it be fair to say this is the um description of a just man someone who uh works when prompted by god who accepts and who moves forward yes so and how are we going to share this with others this seems to be a private events what happened in someone's heart and mm -hmm. 
Joseph has shared this struggle with someone. This is why they ended up written here in, uh, in the Gospel of Matthew. In the same way, we might be called to share our own struggles, struggles to believe God, uh, struggles to uh, accept God, uh, to respond to his invitation. And uh, as soon as we have that experience, we'll turn to the left and to the right and to share with someone because we'll come out naturally. For me, I, I see this as sharing mercy. You know, Joseph, again, getting back to that, he's found out Mary is pregnant, and the assumption is that she has committed adultery or mm -hmm. fornicated. Um, and he takes a path that, that shows mercy. And I, I think we as uh, Christ followers, as we share with other people, they might wrong us. They might do things that, that we could call for justice. We could call down uh, plagues from God or, you know, whatever on them. But can we show mercy mm -hmm. even when we've been wronged? Um, and, you know, that that's what I see here. And Joseph finds out, well, no, he wasn't wronged. He's actually blessed. But his immediate, his original assumption was he has been wronged and, and he's trying to find the correction. So mm -hmm. how can we show mercy? Every story from the gospel is speaking to us individually, is asking us to make a decision, and is setting up the stage to share the outcome with other people. Well, let us pray. Father God, Jesus came to save us from our sins. Amen. And Father, so many times our sins affect us, but they don't just affect us, they affect other people. And many times other people's sins affect us and, and change our lives and interfere. Father, I pray that we will show mercy just as we have been given mercy. Amen. That we will love others just as you have loved us mm -hmm. that father we will seek to to be just to do what is right the first time and not delay so go with us and work in our lives in jesus name amen amen